You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this week in the guest chair, I have with me Miss Lily May. Lily is a creator of the Glambitious brand and the Lily May Public Relations Agency. Lily has dedicated her efforts to empowering, recognizing, and supporting entrepreneurs of all facets around the country as a full-time entrepreneur for 10 plus years. From London to Nigeria, she has connected with visionaries through books, masterclasses, speaking, and producing innovative events to provide them with unique resources that will elevate them professionally and personally. She's created an online hub at www.theglamceo.com, which includes a plethora of exposure opportunities and educational tools that will help professionals accomplish their dreams. She also offers licensing of her many digital products, which helps customers to become business owners overnight and better monetize their existing business efforts. In addition, she has executed numerous community efforts for underserved single mothers and children. She was awarded an annual business grant and produced the Glambitious Tour, which has included stops in New York, Philadelphia, Miami, Charlotte, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, and in New Orleans during the Essence Festival. Lily May has been seen on Black Enterprise, TMZ Live, Huffington Post, Cosmopolitan, Entertainment Weekly, Rolling Out, NBC 11, Black Love, Shein Magazine, Refinery 29, to name a few. I am so excited to speak to Lily today, and I know that you are going to enjoy our conversation. So, Without further ado, let's welcome Lily to the podcast. Lily, of course, my favorite first question is, tell me a fun fact about you that is not in your bio. Sure, sure. So I've decided this year that I'm going to keep my Christmas tree up all year round. So I think that's a fun fact. All of my family and friends think I'm silly and they think it's ridiculous, but I just love my Christmas tree and I've decided to keep it up all year round. <laughs> listen, listen, I, that, that speaks to my heart. I am a Christmas girl. You can kind of see actually in the background, the tree is up. This is probably the tree is naked, but it's still up. And this is probably the earliest the tree has been naked. But last year, my father left his tree up all year, the entire 2020. So I, listen, listen, sometimes you just got to add a little flavor to your life. I remember looking on Facebook and somebody was giving you advice on how to um, decorate your tree for each month for every year, if you wanted to leave it up. Like they had sunflowers for fall. They had hearts and red for um Valentine's Day. So girl, you do you. I completely love it. Love that idea. That is great. (laughs) 
So, Lily, I know about you, but of course the listeners are just getting to know you. So I want you to give them a little background on yourself, your journey, and how you started off with this entrepreneurship. Sure, sure. So um, I definitely had no intentions early on to become an entrepreneur. No one introduced that to me in college or anything like that. I just wanted to study public relations, get a job in an agency. But right after college, I did kind of get my dream job, but I was laid off maybe seven months later. Then I got another job and I was laid off. And then I got another job and I was laid off. So I was like, okay, God, I see what's going on here. It's time for me to start my own business. And you know that really taught me early on that sometimes what we perceived to be a closed door is really what's pushing us into our destiny. And oftentimes what we perceive as rejection is really just redirection. And so now, you know, going through that experience into entrepreneurship, it's made me extremely comfortable with rejection. When something's not right for me, when something's not right for my brand or business, I have no problems with it. So that's kind of the short story of how I got into entrepreneurship. I really liked what you said. Sometimes rejection is just God's way to redirect you. And I love that you took heed to what he was trying to point out, because I know how discouraging it could be to get a job, lose it, get a job, lose it, get a job, lose it. And you're just sitting there looking at God like, um, hi, I thought this was my dream job. What are we doing here? So I completely understand that. And I feel that sort of marries with my story and how I feel about working and how God I immediately thought, you know, this is my dream job. And within a few weeks, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to retire. This isn't it (laughs) for my life. So how you said you got comfortable with rejection. Now, that is such a strong point. How I know that you said, you know, because the doors kept closing, but when it came to rejection in your business, how were you able to easily accept that and, and move on to bigger and better things? when it came to rejection within your business? Yeah, for me, you know, rejection to me just meant that wasn't my opportunity because I feel like, you know, what God has for me is for me. So it's something I don't have to be stressed out about. It's something I don't have to chase. I don't have to to knock down doors to get it. So if something doesn't align and it doesn't flow easily, to me, that means that's just not my opportunity and that there's something much better down the road. And, you know, I know as entrepreneurial minded people, it's sometimes hard for us to accept that God's vision is really greater than our vision for ourselves. Like we think something is going to be a certain way and God's like, no, I have so much more in store for you. If you would just trust me, if you would just lean into me and just, you know, flow with where I'm taking you. And so that's why, you know, in my business, even if I launch a course and one person buys the course, okay, that's the one person I was meant to serve. Now it's time to work on another course, you know, whereas sometimes others would get discouraged, like, wow, I must not be operating in in my purpose if only one person bought my book, if only 10 people downloaded that. But for me, it's not about the number of people I reach. It's just about the people I'm called to serve. So I don't get hung up in numbers. I don't get hung up in rejection or, you know, things not working out in business. I just know that I can go with the flow and that God's going to bring whoever he needs me to serve to me. That may be one, that may be 1000. And I'm totally comfortable with that. Yes, God really assigns a certain amount of people in the vineyard to us. And I love that when we are obedient to what God is telling us to do, it really doesn't matter what the outcome is because we can't see, like you said, we don't see the bigger picture. God sees the big picture. So we may be discouraged 
only one person showed up and God said, no, you needed, that person needed that one-on-one time with you. And this was ordained by me. So following and being obedient is so, so important. And I know your obedience is how you stepped out on faith and started Glambitious. How did you feel getting ready to start a new, a, a new brand? Yeah, it's funny because it was kind of a natural next step. It's, it's again, again, nothing. I've never really planned anything. It's just see, things seem to flow. So uh, my second business was that of a publicist. And I had a PR agency in Atlanta. And at the time, I had a client who was a celebrity chef. He had a restaurant and he was opening a venue next door. So he hired me to get people into that venue. And so I came up with a, a idea I call giving is glam. And I would invite women to bring, you know, we would partner with a charity. I would invite them to bring something to donate. And then we would have a panel where we just talk about entrepreneurship, spirituality, you know, whatever we felt led to discuss. And that kept growing and growing and getting larger. And then one day, uh, one of my close friends said, you know, Lily, what do you think about glambitious? What do you think about evolving this into something called glambitious? And I was like, hmm, that's a God idea. (laughs) And you know, the fact that she brought that idea to me, let me know that it was a God idea because it was something that he told her to say specifically to me. She could have taken that term and used it for herself and used it for her business, but she brought it to me. And when I I took that idea from her and I said, thank you, God is good. He has spoken to you. And I rolled with it. And so many opportunities have emerged for me just flowing with that and accepting what she sold into my spirit. So it, it wasn't even like a courageous moment or anything like that. It just was a flow. It was me being in flow of what God was having me to do in my business that led me to creating Glambitious. Listen, when we follow God's direction, even with the friend that came to you, it's such a domino effect when you're being obedient. Like you said, it just flowed on. And I want to pinpoint on something because you said to her, that's a God idea. Tell us the difference between a God idea and a good idea. Because sometimes I know we as human beings confuse the two of them on multiple occasions throughout life. Right. So to me, a good idea is something that, you know, it might seem doable. It might seem workable. We might be scrolling on Instagram and see someone launch something and be like, oh, that's a good idea, you know? But to me, a God idea is something that's specifically tied to your gifts, your passions, your purpose. And it's something that often comes for me in a whisper or in a direct, you know, reference, like from a friend or from a client that says, hey, Lily, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? So usually for me, the God ideas either come in a whisper where it's just me to my long time and something, you know, it's like a light bulb, like, huh, let me try that. Or it usually comes from a person that's in my network suggesting something to me. And I'm like, wow, God told them to give me that. So that's to me how I distinguish a God idea from a good idea, because we see good ideas all of the time on social media. And it's very important that we not get kind of tied up in replicating what other people have been called to do and that we hone on hone in on specifically what God is calling us. Ooh, that's heavy because just the society that we live in, in 2021, you have so many people trying to replicate the success of others, not knowing that although that was a good idea for them and for the other person, and it may sound to you like a good idea, 
that's not God's idea for your life. And sometimes we have to get off the top where we're sitting in a good idea, where we're doing well, where business may be flowing, where our personal life may be in success and jump to the bottom so that we can make our way back up doing God's idea. Cause that is the idea that, that matters. That's the thing that's going to make the difference. So for somebody who may be struggling, trying to decide whether something's, well, God, is this a good idea? Is it, is it your idea? I I don't know. How would you um, encourage them to clarify that answer? Yeah. So I think, you know, the more that we seek God, the better that we hear his voice, the more clarity we hear as it relates to what he's telling us to do. So, you know, I actually recently Googled that, like, what does it mean exactly to seek God? Because you hear people saying that all of the time, like, oh, just seek God, seek God. Okay, well, what does that mean? You know, that means praying for clarity. Sometimes we have to ask God for specific revelations. Lord, please reveal to me X, Y, Z. So it's like seeking him includes asking him for specific revelations. It includes getting into his word. It includes getting into community with other kingdompreneurs. Um, there's a, a clubhouse group. I want to say it's called the Kingdom Business Network. It has been phenomenal to me. And I tune in every morning. They have a prophetic planning at 8 a.m. And they speak life over your business. They prompt you to, to seek God's voice related to your vi- business. So I encourage anyone that's listening to check them out. But, you know, when you get in community with other kingdompreneurs, then the spirit really flows and you're really able to hear God's voice clearly. And you're really given the confidence to move on his voice and to not have any doubt or fears related to what he's calling you to. Yes, that makes so much sense that the more that we seek God, the more we'll find clarity. And when you were talking, I was trying to pull up um, the story of Gideon in Judges 6, 36 to 40, where he's asking God for clarity on what God has instructed him to do. And he says to God, let me go so I can, so I can read. I'm going to read it really quickly. Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry, on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. When he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together, he wrung out the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. So that is Gideon seeking clarity. And what I love about that story is that he asked God to to clarify just one more time. He said, God, just in case I missed it, just in case that was a coincidence, I'm going to ask you to do it again. And he asks God to do the reverse and God does it so that he knows that he's clear. So not only do we find clarity for us seeking God on our own, but we can always ask for confirmation, right? There are always different areas where God will come and confirm the word over and over again until sometimes it might be hitting you smack dab in the face and you can't run from it. Absolutely. And I want to add to that, you know, oftentimes we can really get clarity during an incubator period if we allow ourselves to be processed. And oftentimes during this processing and this pruning, we're so eager to get out of that, that we're, you know, rushing ahead instead of letting God season us and letting God stretch us. And then we get that clarity in that season versus moving ahead of time. So, you know, divine timing and being comfortable in an incubator period, I think is also very important to receive 
receiving specific revelations from God. And this is a word I heard today on Clubhouse in one of the spiritual rooms, because I basically live there. I'm in every spiritual room you can find on Clubhouse. But someone said something to the effect of, don't mistake the cocoon for the casket. And that means sometimes we get so discouraged during that cocoon phase. And that happens at different phases of life. Like just because you do become successful and you do have a platform like myself, you know, you have traveled the country hosting at events and being on television and all of that. That doesn't mean that another cocoon season isn't in store. You know, I feel like I've definitely been in one lately. And so, you know, what gives me peace is recognizing that it's an honor to be one of God's chosen soldiers. So I have to be at peace with the pace of my life. I have to be at peace when I'm in the cocoon. You know, when he releases me from the cocoon, I can be at peace then. And it's just, you know, knowing that it's an honor to be a soldier and that whatever he has for me and whatever plans he has for me, they have to be for my greatest good, even when I don't understand what's going on. Yes, the plans God has for us are always to do us good and not harm. And that don't mistake the cocoon for a casket. That that I felt that in my soul because that's so true. And we find ourselves as we grow going into seasons, we are where we have to come back to God and say, All right, what do you want for the next season? And when you said you feel like you've been in a cocoon season, I feel like that myself. You come back to God, and you're like, okay, what exactly do you want me to do here, Lord? And you sit in it and you wait and you wait to hear from him and you wait for direction. And it may require you being silent and getting away from people it may require you to strip social media from your phone. But knowing that you are in contact with the per- most important person in your life, which is God, will make all of the difference. So I want to encourage anybody who may feel a little off, may feel that life isn't going the way they think it should go. All the good ideas, all the good plans, the five, the 10 year plan, if you were anything like me that you had, isn't actually happening. I want to remind you, encourage you to just go back into spending time with your first love, spending time with God, just put on worship music, get in his presence, get into the different spiritual rooms, feed and nurture your soul. And most importantly, read your word for yourself so that you can have that, that, that steak and potatoes type of meal from your, from the Lord. And you're not just eating baby food that's been regurgitated to you, but you're actually seeking him and spending time with him and hearing him and seeing how he talks to you in in the way that works with you and how he created you to be. Yes. Yes. All of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Lily, what does glambitious mean to you? That's a great question. So to me, you know, glambitious is about walking confidently in your purpose while celebrating all of what makes you beautiful on the inside and out. And so that's what it means to me. So it's like, you know, oftentimes when I first became an entrepreneur, funny enough, and I had a PR agency, I thought that I had to carry myself a certain way, dress a certain way. You know, I felt like I had to imitate the other season publicists and then I need to dial some of this personality back and some of this humor back. And then I realized, you know, with growth that no, you know, God made me who I am for a reason and that I can be authentically me. And that is enough. You know, I don't have to mimic someone else's branding, their image, how they dress, how they look, how they wear their hair or speak. I can just be Lily and that is enough. And so that's what glambitious really means. I love that. And you are right. God made you who you are. He's made me who I am. And everybody's listening. God has made you a specific way. What would you say to those people who have been struggling with being authentically 
themselves because they want to fit into the box that society has put them in or maybe maybe some church folk have put them in saying, you know, you need to dull it down. You need to, you're doing too much. What would you say to that person who's struggling with that aspect of themselves? Yeah. You know, I think whatever the aspects of yourself that you are trying to dial back, I would say to dial it up. So just, you know, if it's humor and you feel like, oh, I have to, you know, calm it down. No, just, you know, get on Instagram live and crack a few jokes, you know, whatever it is, it's like exercise those authenticity muscles, whatever makes you unique. If you like to dress flashy, you know, get on Instagram this week and, and, and pose some, some pictures in your flashiest attire. Like I think you have to be very bold and audacious with who you are because that's how you attract your tribe. You don't attract your tribe by imitating anyone else, by speaking in someone else's voice or, you know, no, God created you like that for a reason. And when the more that you, you know, embrace who you are, the more that you attract the tribe that you're meant to serve. And so it gives you more confidence in being who you are. Like anyone that follows the Glambitious brand, or you've seen me on YouTube or Instagram or anything or any platform, you know that I am a silly billy. I crack a joke. I like to dance. These are all things that, you know, make me me. And so the people that follow glambitious and that really enjoy what I bring, it's because they like those things. You know, I'm sure there's another woman with a different empowerment platform that's much more well-spoken than I am. You know, that's, that's way more reserved and way more conservative. And she's created to serve the conservative population. So, you know, I think you need to definitely flex whatever it is that makes you, you and authentic that you've been dialing back. I challenge you to dial it up tomorrow. Just go ahead and put it out there and grow comfortable with putting out there who you are exactly the way you are. Listen, hashtag flex your authenticity Hashtag build and audacious is the mood for all 2021. I think it's so important for us to be who God has created us to be. I'm not saying this as a way for you to say, well, God created me this way and I can't learn and I can grow. Of course you can still learn. Of course you can still grow. But being who you are, being who God has created you to be, whether it's quiet and reserved, whether it's loud and talkative, whether you're a bit of both, whatever God has created you to be, you are that way. All your quirks, all all the, the weirdness that you may think that you are, God made you that way for a reason. And as you go through life, you will see that reason manifest itself with the tribe that you um, attract. And I, I even think about me because I would be considered an, an anomaly. I remember being in university and I was super excited because I collect comic books, which was the weirdest thing because I was in university in the UK. I was one of two black girls in my class and I was the one who collected comic books and I was excited to go to Comic-Con with another, um, gentleman from my class, an Asian um, guy, and everybody was looking, they're like, oh, you're so cool, but then you collect comic books, and I was like, yeah, and does that make me any less cool? That's what I like to do, and I stay true to who I am, so I want to encourage you, if you're listening, if you feel like you have to dial it back, like Lily said, listen, put it on 100, dial it all the way up. Your tribe, the people that you are called to, will be attracted to you just the way that you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I definitely, you know, if you've ever attended an event or watched a virtual event, you'll see us laughing. You'll see us praying. You know, every facet of who I am is definitely reflected in my network for sure. 
Definitely, definitely. And and Lily, you've been featured on Netflix, on Huffington Post, Black Enterprise, TMZ, so many different areas. How did you did you feel watching God's ideas manifest in your life and 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 enlarge your territory? Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't think there's any word to describe how it has felt to see those things materialize. Um, you know, growing up, the neighborhood that I grew up in, ABC News actually deemed as one of the top 25 most dangerous areas in the country. This was in 2010. The link is still up. And so that's the type of area I grew up where I saw a lot of, you know, people doing violence and just, you know, I would hear gunshots and, you know, it was a very poverty stricken area. So to see God bring me to where he has, it's just, it's no word that can describe it, but it's just a testament to his goodness, especially when you try your best to be obedient. And, you know, I think that, you know, as kingdompreneurs is what I like to call us women who are, you know, operating in God's kingdom and as entrepreneurs, we can be very tough on ourselves because we've grown up under the Christian doctrine. And we, you know, there's always areas we feel like, oh, I should have done better. So we can really beat ourselves up. But I think that, you know, we have to remember that God gives us fresh grace daily and we have to give ourselves the same through any mistakes and, and anything that we've had to go through or any challenges. Just know that, you know, God gives us grace and we have to give ourselves grace and that there is always, you know, um, promise after the process. So, you know, it, it's been wonderful to see God, you know, really bless me in those ways as I try my best to, to be a woman of God and, and do the work that he's called me to do. Promise after the process. I'm just like taking a note down for that one because the process sometimes isn't pretty. The process could be long and drawn out. The process could be nothing that you even imagine, but the promise that you hold on to, the promise of what God has said to your life for you is what makes the difference and what is going to get you from point A to point B, even when you feel like you want to give up sometimes, you will know that you can make it. Lily, what advice do you have for those people who want to tie their spirituality, their, their Christianity with their entrepreneurship, who feel like they need to keep maybe their Christianity separate from their business or their career. They feel like they can be this person at work or this person in their business and this person at church. How do you um, give advice to them about bringing to get that together in unity? Yeah. You know, I think it's important that we remember that we're supposed to honor God through everything that we do. And that includes your business. And so if you're struggling with that, I would encourage you to get with a, a business consultant that's in the, you know, kingdompreneur lane like myself or Shantae so that we can help you marry your business with your faith. Because I think definitely that we're called to do that. We're called to minister through our business, our personal lives. We're called to minister to our neighbors, our family members. So definitely you want your business to be anointed and blessed by God. So you Definitely have to figure out how to honor him through it. And, you know, definitely hit me up because I would love to help you, you know, marry the two because it's definitely possible. And there are just so many people that are waiting to be served by another kingdompreneur, another faithpreneur, if you will. So those would be kind of my words of encouragement to, to know that you definitely can marry the two and be very successful. Yes, I completely love that bit of advice. You can marry the two. Lily, it has been so great talking with you today. Do you have any last words for those who are listening to us? Any last bits of advice for them to live a glambitious life? 
Yes. You know, again, you know, I just encourage anyone that's listening to just continue to lean into God, continue to seek God. You know, I mean, I know there's definitely been seasons of my life where I didn't want to hear that, but that has always been the solution. That has always been where I find my peace, where I find my God ideas, where I get through my challenges, where I enhance my faith and trust in, you know, my path. And so that would be just my final words of encouragement is to just continue to seek him, continue tuning into this podcast. Cause I've told you, I am a super, super duper fan of this podcast. And I, I, I should have probably listened to every single episode, unless you just posted one recently, I have likely listened to all of your episodes. So, you know, I think this is a great place to be anchored, a great place to tune in and get that inspiration as well to anyone, you know, that's listening. And, you know, again, you definitely are welcome to connect with me if you need encouragement or advice or inspiration or entrepreneur coaching. Uh, my website is theglamceo.com and my social media pages are at glambitious I am. So I would welcome anyone to, to connect with me if desired. Yes, definitely. Everyone do connect with Lily. She is such a place of encouragement for you. I will, of course, drop all of her information in the show notes in case you missed it. Go ahead, send her a DM. Let her know that you heard her on the podcast. Get in touch with her, do coaching, listen to her podcast and see what's going on. What days do your new episodes come out? So my episodes are really sporadic. So whenever someone confirms an interview through my platform, then I release it. So it's all over the place. So there are about maybe 150 episodes that you can check out on the glamceo.com. But yeah, there's no schedule. (laughs) I need to work on that. But there are plenty of episodes to listen to. (laughs) I was going to say, it's okay. You can binge. That is more episodes than a Netflix season. You can binge listen and get your life together so you can live your best glambitious life. Lily, thank you so much for being here on the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast today. I really enjoyed having you. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe. And also be sure to leave a comment, leave a review. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you liked from this episode, what you like from the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Pray, Plan, Slay Podcast, or you can follow me, your host, Shantae Sapphire, at Shantae Sapphire on Instagram. And the podcast is also on Facebook at PrayPlanSlay.com. We're on Twitter at Shantae Sapphire. All that information will be below in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us.